welcome to the Paul and Maddie show. Are you ready? All right. The mics are on. The guests are loaded. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Paul and Maddie show on this lovely Tuesday evening. I am your delectable, delightful, elegant, oh and God, worldly, get on with it. And worldly host, Paul Cote, and I am joined by my deaf, dumb, and mute co-host, Morticia. Welcome to the program. Turn me on. Okay. Thank <laughs> you. Anyway, anyway. Welcome to the show. If you are just joining us for the first time, thank you so much for coming. We really do appreciate it and love that you're here. If you are returning to us, we love that you've come back. That means that maybe we said something funny and you giggled along the way or you got a message from us. Either one is good and we're glad that you're here. Well, if you could do us a favor, if you could go to polymedi.com, like us on Facebook and join the mailing list. We do give free stuff away all the time. But if you like us, on uh, now, if you join the mailing list, you'll get a free gift from Swiss Navy just for signing up, or you'll get a pen. Either way, you'll get an email from Matt, but I can't guarantee that everything's spelled right in the email. You're a rotten individual. Can you help me think of a different thing to yell out when you shut my mic off and I get frustrated? Why? Because the first thing and the only thing I yell out is, turn me on right now. <laughs> and for anyone out there who doesn't know my mic is off, you know, that probably sounds a little, you know, lewd. Dirty, 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 dirty. So it's Tuesday, and every Tuesday we have J.C. Alvarez call in. So he's going to call in. He actually, if you remember from last week, went to see Miss Lopez. Yeah, Mohegan Sun. Yeah, Mohegan Sun this uh, past weekend. So he's going to tell us about that and all kinds of other stuff that's going on in New York. And D. Alexander is here with us. Love him. Yeah, he has that new jam out. Yes, he has a new jam. Um, It's called Touch Me. Did you find the jam? Yeah. Is it's that our, our in and out? It's our yeah. That's our commercial music today. Is like yesterday, we had um, Suze. Yeah. What was the name of that song? On the way to Woodstock. Yeah, that one. And that was our song in and out. And then today, we've got "Touch Me" by D. Alexander. And you know, I really have to say, I like it. I have to say that I, I when I first heard it, I was like, meh. Well, when but I think then the more that I heard it, I started bopping my head to it and moving around. Mm-hmm. So today I actually I, you do I, that when the music's not playing. Oh, shut up, you slut! I have to say that today <laughs> I really did enjoy it. Um, so he will be here with us in a little while. We also have a whole bunch of well, not really a whole bunch of news, but news about New Hampshire's gay marriage bill and about <laughs> Mittler and an opponent to gay marriage wanting uh, an apology. Ah, oh. and v- don't talk about him now. We'll no, talk about I have a question. What? So I have to ask you, this is a little off the off the Richter, you know, personal question. Do I look different to you today? Anything about me? Do I look different? No. Okay. So it's not just me. I look the same, right? Who said you? Wh- no one. I've had five people come up to me today and go, oh my God, you look so tired. Oh, I was like, I actually <laughs> got a good seven hours last night, so I'm... Quite perky and delectable. But you you know when someone says you look tired, they're really saying, you look oh like my, crap. Oh my God, I've had five people, I kid you not, been like, you look so tired. It's J.C. Alvarez. So, Let's play on. that intro for oh. her. 
Yo, we're talking to JC Alvarez. You better shut up and call Alcatraz. She's flying into JFK real fast. We better do have a blast. JC Alvarez. JC Alvarez. It's JC Alvarez. It's time for What's Up New York. What's up New York? JC Alvarez. Hello, Mr. Alvarez. How are you, darling? I'm doing great. You guys. Oh, girl. You just got loud. <laughs> I'm very loud. Oh, we're good, we're good, and I think we knew that about you. <laughs> I have to say. So, I have to say that I'm a little jealous that you went and saw Jenny Jenny from the Block. That you're jealous that I went and saw Jenny from the Block, you're not jealous that I met the cast from the Jersey Shore. What? When did yeah. you see them? <laughs> did I you actually met Vinny? a couple of them this weekend. I met Sammy, Dina, and Ronnie. Uh, well, yeah, I caught up with, caught up with them it? on the wrap-up of their return to the Jersey Shore after Italy. It was a lot of fun. Pauly D is my favorite. Pauly D was not there, but yeah, he is among my favorites. I'm surprised the situation wasn't there. Isn't he kind of a PR whore? You know, I think the situation's all a situation all on his own. <laughs> I, I, you know, he's, he's kind of made it a little difficult for them. They, they actually... You know, it's really kind of curious. They actually didn't allow them to talk a lot about what is going on with them. I guess because they want to keep the whole mystique of the show going. But um, they're, none of them get along. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're not exactly happy with one another. I didn't know that. Well, see, I had heard that Mike, the situation, was actually leaving the show. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it's it's... Does he have any stories to tell? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure your listeners probably agree. I, I mean, I think Mike is done. Well, I mean, I never really liked him. I always thought that he was kind of a tool. I mean, maybe that's rude. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Maybe that's bullying. But I just kind of felt like, you know, for someone his age, because I think he's in his early 30s, that he should be further along in the trajectory of life. Well, I think next year, unless he does a little bit of naked streaking. No one's gonna be in, interested. Oh well, I, I think if he did naked streaking, people would be interested. What if he was on? Do you remember that show, JC? Hi, honey. By the way, do you remember Hi. the show Tool Academy? Oh my yes. gosh, I yes, loved I that show. <laughs> he would do yes. good on there. He should host that. Don't you think the situation would host that? But the thing is, that he'd probably stick with all the girls on there and like you know make them all feel better. Yeah, I liked that show though. But at the end, the tool I, comes out as like the gentleman, and I don't know if he's capable. Well, you know, it's, it's one of the things I did learn that I loved about the cast is that Dina is a major fruit fly. Really? Yeah, she loves hanging out with her gays. Dina loves the gays. What about Rodney? Oh, he's Rodney, so muscly. What about Ronnie? He's so handsome. Is he like, is he smart? Is he kind of like, you'd have better luck talking to a wall? What what kind of feel did you get from him? You know, Ronnie was was actually a lot smaller than I thought he would be. People say that about me, too. No, they don't. No one has ever said that in the history of mankind. You know, Maddie, I think you could take him on. Who, the only thing Matt wants yeah. to take him is uh, to the bedroom. That is right. the only place Matt wants him to go. Mm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so, how was Jenny or J Lo? Oh, that was a great. That was a great. Oh, I'll call her J Lo. J Lo, J Boogie. We're close. <laughs> Jennifer was Jennifer was amazing. I mean, I, I I hadn't seen her perform in that capacity ever before. So to see her in a full fledged show on an amazing stage with a full 
full-on dance troupe. It was really wild, and she was good. Really? Who opened for her? There wasn't an opening act. Um, uh, she performed this weekend. She performed this weekend at the uh, Mohegan Sun Arena, which is in Connecticut. And uh, the arena itself is about 10,000 feet. So she was really, like, right there. You know, she's, you know, there wasn't, like, a bad seat in that house. Right, I've been there, yeah. I saw Ricky Martin and the Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block there. Yeah, and, and, she, and she really put on a really amazing show. Good, good for her. I really hope she decides to tour with this because it, it's really worth seeing. She was quite spectacular. So you didn't get to meet her? Oh, we didn't, no, no I, I did not get to meet her, unfortunately. I mean, I've, I've had the distinct pleasure of interviewing her in the past. Of course you have, you bitch. <laughs> What about, I, I text you the day of the concert and asked you to throw an extra pair of panties on the stage for me? Yes, but I wasn't wearing any panties. Right, but Woo! did you bring a pair for me? To, or <laughs> let's say, call Paul, he loves you long time? Well, I, I did, and then apparently they weren't up to par with her fashion standards, and they were flung back at me. Oh. Yes. They were probably boxers. <laughs> I, they were probably I, I, dirty. <laughs> when I don't go commando, I do wear boxers, yes. Are you really a boxer guy? I'm a boxer brief guy. Oh. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Not me. <laughs> totally are a brief. You a, are you a brief guy? I am. I am. And I didn't understand what, you know, that there were different classifications because I always thought brief meant old man panties <laughs> until you, like, become part of the gay community and then you're like oh this means sexy in in this community okay i'm all over it so well, well, speaking of boxes and briefs tomorrow night i'm going to be adonis lounge's second anniversary party yeah aren't there 30 go-go gods there oh yeah you don't know this but matt just ran out of the studio and got in his car <laughs> <laughs> i'm back <laughs> there's not enough gas so what well, is it well, the, the Adonis Lounge is, is up in the 50s in, uh, in Midtown Manhattan. It's at Club Evolve. It's a, it's a really cool little place, but it's a really great little party that Tim Adonis has been putting on, and, it, and they're set like an all-male review. So imagine a lot of strippers and some really hot uh, lap dances in the champagne room. How do we come? <laughs> Carefully. <laughs> Yeah, you hop on, you hop on that train, and you get your butts over here, and you get to see a lot of go-go action. Yeah. Now, JC, yeah, Halloween is days away. Are you dressing Halloween, up? Halloween is days away. Are you guys into scary movies? Um, I, I am. I am if I don't have to watch it alone. Well, that's you know who watches a horror movie by themselves. Well, I live in one. <laughs> It's true. Are you dressing up? Do you have your bunny ears already? How did you know? Because that's the only choice for gay men. <laughs> Playboy bunny or sexy kitten? Well, <laughs> I, I figured I was going to wear like animal ears and then, I, and then I'd go as a predator. Wow. <laughs> that could work. <laughs> yeah, I figured, I figured I'd put on like, like animal ears and then if anyone asks what I am, I'd say I'm a predator. Actually, that's not a bad idea. That might actually work. And you're going to be my prey. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Have, have you guys ever been to New York during Halloween? No. Oh, is it fun? Well, it's amazing because it's like, you know, we have that huge parade down in the village. Of course you do. Oh, it, it's quite spectacular. This weekend, we're supposed to go to Salem and kind of like see what it's like right before 
Halloween for like the witch trials and all that stuff. See where Paul's he, grandmother was at the time. You <laughs> old slut. <laughs> you know, I would rather do that on Halloween. That's that's amazing. Well, you could always come here, JC. You know you always have a spot in Matt's bed. <laughs> well, well, sure, but I mean, it's like I, I go commando. So Campbell, kind of... honey, it's a twin. It's okay. You can go commando. He wears a diaper. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'll slap you. Um, so aren't one of the housewives coming to perform at Splash? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm sure you guys are familiar with the Jersey Housewives, are you not? Um, I think so. I get them all confused because there's like the Housewives of New York, L.A., <laughs> Jersey City, the trailer park in Oklahoma. I get them all confused. Well, well Jersey Jersey is very distinct, and, and among them, Melissa definitely stands out. Well, well, she's breaking out as, as a pop artist, and she's actually got a song that just came out, and um, it's, it's, it's a great little track. It's really kind of cool. Now... Didn't one of the other ones have one, Kim? Didn't she's from Atlanta, right? But didn't she have Kim, a song? Kim had a yes. Kim had a track actually that was uh, produced and uh, and remixed by uh, by Tracy Young. Really? Yeah. And her birthday's coming right up. Yes. Well, Tracy's party's in about two weeks. She's told she's gonna have a huge, big bash at District Thirty Six, and that's gonna be really, really amazing. Oh, I love District Thirty Six. Yes, but Melissa Gorga has a single called On Display, and she's going to be performing uh, in about a week, the first week in November, on Friday night at Splash. That's amazing. So, oh, J- yeah, yeah. JC, you really live one of those sex in the city lives. <laughs> so if you were one of those four ladies, which one would you be? I, I live a sad sex in the city kind of life. <laughs> Which one of the four girls are you? If I was, if I was any one of the four girls, who would I be? You know what? You have to. You're gonna have to like blend too. Okay, Samantha and Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) I plead the fifth. Miranda and Mr. Big. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, no! That's that's way too much testosterone right there. That is. That is a lot of testosterone. I never realized that. I, you would, Matt would be Samantha. No, I would be Charlotte. You would not. Yes, I I think Matt would be Charlotte, yes. Thank you. Well, I am not the Samantha. Honey, you ain't no one. You're Carrie, (laughs) I mean, you're Carrie. You're fun and flirty and you like to write and color inside the lines most of the time. There you go. I swear that he is not going to make it to segment two of this show. (laughs) So, JC, we're coming to New York. I will put up all the police barriers. You should. Just you bring should. The police. We are coming November fourteenth. And and um and we, now that we have the fair warning, um, should I put on this kind of warning, like any kind of like buoys or anything like that? No, but those animal ears will work good. Those what? I'm sorry. The animal ears will work fine. <laughs> wow. No, I, we will be we will be in town, and you know, so any events that are happening at that time, of course, we wanna partake in those you'll be tearing it up i imagine well yes but then we're going to see mr anderson cooper himself oh god bless anderson that's what matthew said actually what did i say you i believe matt's actual verbatim sentence was i hope he comes into the audience in front of me and unzips (laughs) are you gonna are you gonna try to cop a feel um 
I plead the fifth? Well, I mean, it's like, you know, if he's standing in front but, of you, it's safe. you know, if, you know, the past comes back to haunt me, honey, <laughs> truth be told, I'll probably be escorted out after I do what I do. <laughs> I'll dip him. I'm sure you. I'm sure you'll be fine. But JC, when we do come to town, of course we will get together. I hope so. We will. We will. But it is always a good time when you come and play. I'm happy to come and play in your in your little parlor every week. So, where are the Halloween parties going to be at? Well, there's gonna be parties all over town. I mean, it's like there's major, there's major club kids, and of course there's like small house parties. Right. I mean, it's like all the major clubs partake in them, so you really can't miss in New York when you come out for for a holiday party. It's just, it's just what you call your destination. I mean, a lot of people just like to hang out in Hell's Kitchen. Where are you going? Oh, I'm probably gonna go to a private party on Saturday, and it's down in Chelsea. So I'll probably stop by Splash at some point because that's always a good time. Are you really dressing up? I know we were kidding about the bunny ears. <laughs> you know, I usually, I'm one of those cape and mask kind of guys. You're the what? A cape and a mask kind of guy. Uh, we're going as masquerade, too. I'm going as, like, the Zorro masquerade, and Matt's going as the house bunny who ate too many cookies masquerade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. You're a rotten but, individual. But you know what? Maybe I'll wear like a black t-shirt and just be Simon Cowell. You could. Do you do a good British accent? <laughs> I could do. I could do Simon. You don't have the X Factor. Oh, see, I haven't seen that show. Does he say that? I I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I know he goes, that was absolutely dreadful. That was that like singing was Over the Rainbow dreadful. at Honey, a funeral. Take your own advice. <laughs> Poor Simon. I know. I'm gonna punch Matthew in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Paul. It's Wait, time for a, me. It's time for us to take a short little break. But JC, thank you so much for coming. Hey boys, happy Halloween. I'll talk to you soon. You All right, too. talk soon. Bye, Bye. love. Bye. Before we go though, of course, everybody may know that it is the holiday season. And what you should do for the holiday season, go ahead and pick it up or shut it off. Um, what you should do for the holiday season is come with us on the Atlantis cruise. I think it makes a great stocking stuffer. Surprise! You're coming! Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Am I turned? Okay. I'm turned on. <laughs> uh, yeah, a great stocking stuffer. I think it does. It. You know, if you slide the little ticket in, in the stocking, surprise! You're a coming! Little, yeah. No? That's what I got growing up every year for Christmas as a stocking stuffer was my trip to the Atlantis cruise. Well, you lived under a rock in the middle of nowhere for 7,621 years. And I actually and lived four the, days. <laughs> I lived in the rock next door, really. <laughs> you did. I was actually talking about that. Here's a personal in-depth story. Um, I was talking about this because our producer um, was talking about us going to Florida. And Maddie and I lived such a... Um, very sheltered, I guess is the word I'll use. Honey, we from the county. Life that we have never been to Disney World. No. We've never been to SeaWorld. We've never been... I mean, we really just got on a plane for the first what, time. What, no joke? No. No, if we went to SeaWorld, <laughs> they'd try to keep you in your tank. <laughs> <laughs> um, we just went on a plane for the first time not very long ago. Yes. So we really, I mean, really haven't done a lot. I know. We've lived in this very sheltered little world. Well, look out, world. 
I know, I know. So anyway, I never went on a cruise either until this July. That was the first time that I ever went. So I did not get them in my stockings either. Oh. I know. My mom used to buy that nasty-ass gold candy crap. Like, it looked like gold coins, but it was really chocolate. Didn't last year she actually bought you coal? That was the year before, yeah. <laughs> it was gum. Ew. Yeah. And then she used to Oh, my God. You gave it to me, and I didn't eat it. No, because you probably thought it was coal. Yeah. It doesn't say attention. It's secretly gum. Please put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put everything else in your mouth, so we thought it would be self-explanatory <laughs> once you bit down. Anyway, back to your story. <laughs> anyway, it is time for us to do the countdown to Atlantis. Of course, we want all of you to come play with us, and you can get all that information right at AtlantisEvents.com. But Matt, play our countdown to Atlantis. Countdown to the 2012 Atlantis Caribbean Cruise. 95 days. Join Paul and Maddie on the allure of the seas. But remember, space is limited. For more details and to book your vacation, visit AtlantisEvents.com. All right, 95 days. I know. And we have not lost one pound. Speak for yourself. Have you lost any? No, I gained. <laughs> Jesus. I weighed myself today. <laughs> oh, I didn't. The scale and I are not girlfriends. I get on. Oh. I was like, oh, girl, lie to me. Honey, the last time I stepped on a scale, it said, get off me. <laughs> and I almost passed out when I saw it spin around about eight <laughs> times. I didn't know what to do. Oh. <sighs> So anyway, we want you to come with us and we really all what I think that we should do. All of all of you that are listening and us, we all need to do the power hour workout because I cannot do it alone. I try to walk on the beach and you say no. It is 42 degrees. They're thinking snow on Thursday. Please, let's go skip down. It is not. Turn me on right now. Okay. It is not 42 degrees outside. It's cold today it's, it's windy very cold okay today it's windy i'll give you that okay honey let's take a minute so the other night it's raining out and i <laughs> and you said a little rain isn't gonna hurt us beverly let's go for that walk and i said because we had big umbrellas you had normal size umbrellas and i said it's at the ocean it's going to be raining hard and it's going to be twice as windy at the beach and you're like no darling it's just misting we gonna be fine so we got there and it was like monsoon season you're like oh i didn't realize it was gonna be this windy so i didn't i was right so i don't know what you want to do with this power hour maybe we can hit the gym i think we'll probably just end up doing just dance maybe we can do push-ups and crunches Oh, please. Anyway, it's time for us to take a short little break. D. Alexander's here with us. He is going to actually talk in just a couple minutes as opposed to staring. Um, talk about his new hit single, which is called... Touch Me. Yeah, that. So we will you be would think that would come more naturally for you. Well, you mostly you because you stick with everyone. We'll be right back after this I short break. Sla- Turn it up, lose your mind, let the music be your guide 
and welcome to the light Full of sugar, sweat, spice Danger lurks, danger calls Fix are crawling up the wall It's an automatic thrill Cause we're dancing for the kill Turn it up Make a jump Hit the floor Hello, this is Christine W. And yes, kids, you're listening to Paul and Maddie. Hey, this is Raja from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and I'm here on the Paul and Maddie Show. Hi, this is Martha Wash, and you're listening to the Paul and Maddie Show. Hey, everyone, you're back with Paul and Maddie, and today we have a special guest. We have D. Alexander. He's been with us before. He has a new hit single called Touch Me, and he's here to talk to us about it today. Well, Mr. Alexander, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good. Good. So we were just listening to your new song here in the studio. And it's quite catchy. The, yeah, dancing around the room to it. Oh, did you guys, did you guys love it? Yeah. <laughs> so I heard that the reference point for this song came from Boogie Nights. No, Saturday Night Fever. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Boogie Nights I was just watching. Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Saturday Night Fever. Exactly. So, what is this whole thing, this whole thing I heard about? You don't not want to tell anybody if you found passion and love on the dance floor. <laughs> I smell a secret. Okay. Listen, I'm, I'm just not that kind of gal, what can I say? Oh, please. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of gal. <laughs> Neither am I. Uh, no, no. Well, I mean, you know, maybe I am. Mm. I, I guess from the lyrics of the song, you can probably tell that maybe I'm that kind of person. Who knows? Well, yeah, I mean, the inspiration had to come somewhere. So the first hit, Beautiful, was a huge smash hit. Do you think that this one is going to be your next chart topper? Yes, actually, I do. I, um, I, I, you know, I, well, I, like, I love all my songs equally, but I, just, I, I really, really love this one the most because I just feel like I was able to incorporate elements of like, you know, different decades. I have some 80s and predominantly 70s in there. And I really, really like paying tribute to um, the different sounds. I don't really like, um, I, I like giving, you know, older things futuristic sounds. So that's the kind of direction I was going with the record. Mm, very true, very true. So the song is available now on all major e-retailers, which I, I loved that we used e-retailers because now that's kind of the wave of the future. Everybody's getting it online. What has been the response yeah. to, your, the, to your song so far? The response, the you, the, um, the press. You mean? I mean, how are your fans liking the new song? I don't know. Every, everyone loves it. Actually, um, everyone's kind of recognizing it as a, they're like, you know, it's very, it's very eighties, very eighties. So, um, haven't gotten the seventies thing yet, but that's the kind of um, everyone's recognizing it for what I was trying to put it out, you know, to kind of symbolize. So I really, really, I like that. People like the lyrics, and I'm really, really proud of it. And I, I think it's my best single thus far. So. That's amazing. Now. When you come up with a single, do you, I have to ask, I'm not sure, distribution-wise, do you start playing it in Europe first and then bring it over to the States? No, no, no. No, actually, I don't. Um, I, I started here first, and then um, it slowly creeps over there, and then I, I did some things in Thailand, too, so it's, it creeps over after the U.S. Oh, okay. How's the response yeah. in Thailand? Um, well, for the previous single, I haven't heard yet for this one, but for the previous single, it was actually great. I got um, featured in Out Magazine over there, so it's been really, really great, and they really liked it. So, um, really? Hoping that, I'm hoping it'll be the same thing for the single. <laughs> That's great. I'm sure it will. It's a great song. It's very, very catchy. So are you putting out a whole album, or are you just working on just the single right now? 
Um, actually, I, I remember last time I was here, I was actually talking about the album coming out coming out in August. Um, I decided to put off the album for right this moment because I kind of, um, you know, like when you're in the process of writing and you're in the studio sometimes, you know, we think we want one sound, but then like we get inspired and we go a totally different direction and we feel more comfortable with that. So I, I've been basically going a totally different direction as far as the sound of my music. So I wanted to kind of um, not scrap the other material, but just, work more, you know, progressively toward this this vintage sound that I'm going for. So right now I'm just going to release single by single and then hopefully around, you know, May sometime, you know, mid, you know, mid in the year that I'll release the album. Right. So are you going on tour? Um, yeah, well, we're trying to, we're trying to get all that situated right now. So, um, yes, hopefully soon in the next few months here, I will start touring. We're getting all the groundwork laid out for that. So I will definitely announce that the minute that yeah. I have the first date, so. And you can get all that information right on your website, right? dalexander.com? Yeah, dalexanderonline.com. Yeah, that's what I meant. You know, I just have a little bit of a peach, in, a peach impediment. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's okay. Now, while I have you here, let's have some girl talk. Oh, all God. right. What is, you must go out a lot. What is the craziest thing? He is not calling you a drunk, just for clarification. No. The, who's, okay. Wait, what's, 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 repeat that again? I'm not calling you an alcoholic or drunk. I didn't, you know, that's me, but that's for another day. But the, when you go out, what is what is probably your most memorable experience uh, on the dance floor? Oh, this is a great question. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I've, I've had so many. Not to sound, I'm not a skank or anything, not like that. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, I guess I can be taken in, in many directions. I I mean, on the dance floor, when I, I don't know, I, I guess to me, when I go to a club or something like that, you know, I'm not a big clubber, but when I do go to a club, when I'm dancing on the dance floor, um, despite, you know, <clears throat> many other different incidents that have occurred in my past, um, I like to think of it as like a song. Like, when I'm out there, I'm just kind of like, I just kind of let myself go, which is what the song's about. I mean... It's really just, it's just about letting yourself go. And I feel like when you're on the dance floor, it's supposed to be like something very melodic, very musical, very just like, I know I mentioned in a couple of my other interviews that the dance floor is kind of like, it's like you create, it's a fantasy world. You know, you create your own world. You dress up, you know, in something that you wouldn't dress up on a day-to-day basis. So I think that, um, I guess anything goes. <laughs> You know, I got to tell you, my most memorable experience on the dance floor was, like you said, you dress up in things you don't normally go out in. Well, I went out in a leather onesie, and I cleared the dance floor. No one came back. <laughs> oh, my God. Was it like a leather ball? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it was, it was just, just a regular Saturday, Saturday night. night. <laughs> I wish no, the leather ball. It was a regular Saturday night. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really wish that this was a made-up story, but it is true. And then they had to refund everybody's money. <laughs> it's like, I'm expecting you to say it was like a festival or something. You're like, no, it was just a Saturday night. No, it was just a Saturday, and he went out with that and an apple. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys, you guys sound like so much fun. We should all go out together. Are you all, <laughs> do you come any further north than New York? Do I say that one more time? Do you come any further north than New York? Um, you guys are located in Boston, am I right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually been there a couple of times. I'm there sometimes. I actually recorded, like, five of my songs there. Oh. Oh, nice. Well, when you come to Boston... I'm never in town again. When you come to Boston, call us, and we'll go out. 
Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I will definitely hit you guys up. You guys sound like fun. Yeah, we just won't let Matt wear his onesie. Oh, my God. Well, that, that should be interesting, actually. I'd like to see that, you know, the dance floor being cleared and, like, all the drama and the paparazzi, you know. <laughs> it's true. They don't You'll even... Be on Perez Hilton. They don't take pictures. They're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are crazy. I love it. Well, D. Alexander, thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. For anyone out there, go and purchase the song, Touch Me. And you can get all of his music and it's the featured video on dalexanderonline.com. But the song is available yeah. on all major e-retailers. So I'm assuming that's like iTunes, Amazon, all those, right? Yes, yes. Okay, great. All right, everyone. Perfect. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back. You're so welcome. Touch you there, touch me here, feel your supertronic fear Close your eyes, think inside, feel my body as I ride In the sound where I scream, this is sick, it's like Make a jump, hit the floor Feel the DJ in the disco Make a jump, hit the floor Feel, feel, Touch me while we're on the dance floor Let the beat control you stop Want a cruise? <gasps> no, not that kind of cruise. The real kind. Paul and Maddie are joining the largest gay cruise ever. Thanks to Atlantis Events. Join them aboard the world's largest ship, the Allure of the Seas, for the January 29th week-long Caribbean cruise. It's a floating gay city with more special events, innovative entertainment, tropical destinations, and legendary theme parties than you can imagine. Join Paul and Maddie on Atlantis Events' Allure of the Seas Caribbean Cruise in 2012. For more information, visit AtlantisEvents.com. Honks and honks, shows, screams and queers. Come on the big cruise. Come on the big cruise. Two thousand men to keep you amused. Come on the big cruise. Hey, this is Doug. And this is Derek. And we're the Perry Twins. And you're listening to The Paul and Maddie Show. Hi guys, this is Aiden Leslie, and you're listening to Paul and Maddie in the Morning. Hi everyone, this is Kim Gunn, and you're listening to The Paul and Maddie Show. Show I'm your host, Maddie Miles. And I'm your host, Paul Cody. Do you like my sexy radio voice? Not really. Hello. Yeah. Your voice is just irritating. Let's just listen Hi. to mine. You know, I really don't like it when you turn me off. <laughs> I have got to come up with a new line. I like it. Grosses me out a little bit. Keep going. 
So, did you? Don't you like his song? I do. I think it's one of those. Uh, I think you could really hear this in a club. You know what? I, yeah, I think so too. But I think something with me that I've noticed more over the years is that when I first hear a song, I'm like, ew. Like it doesn't matter who sings it. I'm just like, I'm not into it. But the more I hear it, the more it grows on me. What's that song that we listened to yesterday and you don't like it? Well, that was um, unhelpful. Well, it was um, something about the kids, right? Something about the kids. Remember that song? Where were we? In the car. The only time you listen to music. I know. For somebody who's on the radio, you think I would listen to the radio more. Anyway, there's that song you don't like. It's a newer song. Right. And... I was the same as you, but I heard it a couple times, and now I really like it. I don't know what song we're talking about. I don't either. You know what? It's okay. Anyway, keep going. So, getting into the news, I'm your anchor, Tom Bro. I mean, Maddie. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, New York. New York, New York. New York. So, oh, boy. Please excuse me. People want... Uh, an apology from uh, what uh, Governor Andrew. I don't know how to spell his last name. Is it Como? Como? What is what is he the governor of? Of my castle. He's the governor of New York. Okay. Okay, and he wants the everyone. People want an apology from him because they called their. It's for gay marriage. The gay marriage opponents. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. He called their stance anti-American. During a discussion last week. So they're not happy. So wait a minute. He opposes gay marriage and he wants an apology. What? I'm confused. Read this again. Okay. Slowly. <laughs> Little words. Thank you. So there's a group who opposed um, the, the marriage equality law and they want the governor to apologize for calling their stance anti-American. So he's for it. And there's a group that said they don't want it. Why? Okay. So what I don't understand is if it's here, why are you going to go to all the trouble to get rid of it? I don't know, but that's the same thing. I mean, you and I are from Maine and that is the same exact thing that happened in our state. The governor passed it. It was legal for like, a month and a half. You and I already picked out our wedding dresses, and then they repealed it. I know. I let mine out a lot. How much? Oh, honey, I don't know. I'm one of those emotional eaters. I ate a box of Oreos in three minutes. Damn. Yeah. And a gallon of milk. Yeah, that'll let you have it. Anyway, keep going. I don't want to talk about this one. Okay, so... You know how we read a lot in the news about the people who post anti-gay stuff on Facebook? Yes, ma'am. And a lot of it in the news lately is like teachers or people in the community. Oh, I don't think you actually told them the story yesterday about the teacher. Yeah, it was a while, it was a, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but did you tell it? I yeah. think I knew it. Okay. A teacher wrote some anti-gay remarks and because it's Gay History Month, so what they're finding, though, is that they I read this article about anti-gay Facebook posts are leading to pay cuts. Ouch. What's going on? This is an interesting story. I know. Right. So I was reading it and it says that, you know, 
Facebook is becoming an issue with people that have homophobia. Right. So a Manchester English man who made anti-gay comment on Facebook got a 40% pay cut when his employer found out. Ouch. That's in, that is crazy. But what? I, and the man's filing a, a lawsuit now. But do you think that that's appropriate? That you know, you heard that right? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's someone in the chat room. Oh, anyway, no, it's not. When it comes to you know, do you think that that should that pay cuts are allowed if you know you're making? anti-gay comments i don't know because i'm kind of for it but then i'm kind of not because i think that everybody should not be able to sit behind a computer and say hateful remarks that you shouldn't say and because you are coward enough to hide behind a computer then yeah there should be you should get reprimanded for that and there should be some consequences do i think that they should cut 40 percent of your pay i don't necessarily know if I agree with that, but I think that there should be some kind of repercussion to it. I do too. Yeah. And I think if you're someone in the community, whether you're a teacher or, you know, if you're a politician, I think that the things that you are going to post on Facebook, you need to choose your words wisely because there are many people out there that you can hurt and offend. Right. You have to be very... And you never know who's listening. That's true. You have to be very careful. You got to use the utmost, I want to say, caution. Mm. But you got to be really careful because, you know, people do have feelings. And so I can understand, I guess it's, you know, 40% is a really big cut. Yeah, it's almost half. But I mean, I guess it's a stop. I don't understand what that is. I don't know. Keep going. So anyway, I can understand, but at the same time, at least they didn't lose their job. Right. Times are hard. I don't know. I don't know. And this was in Manchester, England. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's I don't know really, if I agree. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, so so Bette Mittler's having an auction. I found that intriguing. Did you read it? I didn't, but I did see a picture of her that said she was having an auction. Yep, she's auctioning off many of her most iconic costumes and uh, some personal property for charity. And uh, she was on the Today Show, and she said that she first gained fame uh, entertaining right, uh, in New York bathhouses in the early 70s. Have you ever been to a bathhouse? No. Do you actually get it into a bath? Uh, I haven't been. I'm going to go with no. Oh. Is I, it one of those clubs? Well, see, I don't know, because when I think perf- a bathhouse, I'm thinking something different than there being a stage and an audience and that kind of thing. So I don't know, but I do know that when we were in Ohio, there was a bathhouse that there was actually a pool and like a club, a regular club attached to, and one of the DJs um, that we knew played there. Did we go? No. Oh, Okay. No, you had 15 jello shots I know and didn't I, make oh, it far. throw me under the bus, Mary. Ba-boom. So I know that we went out. The night that we went out, though, it poured so hard. That was the following day. And when you spend a half hour doing your hair a day, the rain is not your friend. So anyway, getting back to Bette Midler, she said that the past 40 years have gone by in a blink of an eye. Oh. You yeah. should relate to that. I'm going to cut you. <laughs> so... 
It's all for charity. I think it's really, really great. Did it say what charity she's actually giving the money to? No, I'm not. Now, would you buy one of her mermaid bras? Uh, it would sit in my closet because I don't of think her and I are the same bus size. I think you might be. Oh, no. You might be bigger than I'm quite chesty. Because with one of her, I do know that um, with her show, she was a mermaid and that outfit I remember very vividly. So I bet that's probably one that she's auctioning off because it's quite popular. That was the one that they were like, oh, Lady Gaga copied this and blah, blah, blah. Do you remember that whole controversy? No. Oh, yeah. They said that Lady Gaga copied that and it was a whole big, you know, la, 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 kind of thing. Really? Yeah. I don't know. This is just what I'm told. Mm, that's really interesting. And then later up in the show, I'm going to tell everyone how to get the like those great definition in your arms i really am interested to hear that but we're also going to tell you whether it's better to live in a warm or cold environment uh, um what the myth is about losing weight if if it's a hot day and you're outside working and you're sweating if you're really losing that weight and how to stay cool when it's really really hot because i think that i need a vacation and i need to go somewhere where it's 85 degrees there's palm trees somebody's feeding me grapes and I'm being fanned. That's right. what I think that I okay, need. Okay, well, that's you. But if you're on a budget like mine, you're going to have to run some hot water in your tub, grab Stedman, and, you know, have one of those little desk fans away from the tub so you don't get zapped. <laughs> and then have him fan you and then feed you grapes. Or in my case, Chips Ahoy. Right? <laughs> right? That's on a budget. Yes. That's when you can't afford to go on a boat. Mm. Well, I didn't say about. I just said somewhere tropical. Oh. Because you could technically drive somewhere tropical. I mean, you could drive from here to Florida or here to California. You know, when I was younger, me and my me and my kids, <laughs> me and my cousins. She's really 82. <laughs> we used to make our own palm trees. How like the hell would, do you make a palm it's, tree? I can't remember now, but like it was really, really creative. And we would have little parties and little, you Small know. Rays. Well, we weren't that classy, but we would have these little get-togethers, and all my cousins and my family would get together, and we would decorate, and you can make, the, I'm sure it's online, you can make your own palm trees. They don't look identical to a palm tree, but they still, like, they represent, you know what I mean? They represent good. And I used to make big ones. You, you use paper, and you, like, you roll it up, I think, and then you cut slits, and then you, like twist it down and it makes like the leaves it's really cute and it's fun when you're a kid i guess i would need to see you do this because this is not something i would assume that you would not do well, now honey i'm not allowed to roll up any papers because i'll chase you around and slap you <laughs> well i have a little palm tree that i got for christmas i've had it for two years now and i was like oh it's growing and it's cute and they grow slow but i was watching if you remember yesterday i was talking about that documentary um crazy sexy cancer and there was a palm tree that looked just like mine, but it was freaking huge. And that's what mine would grow to be like if I could leave it outside. That's but, true. But we live in New England, and I can't because it snows here. And now they're saying snow this Thursday in yeah. two days from But they're today. not saying it's going to accumulate in the mountains, of course. But like here, they're like, it's just going to be snow and rain. But so, why? Uh, I guess when two thunderclouds get together... And the you know the climate is just right. They make a baby. Uh, they make snowflakes. <laughs> Isn't that what you make? Dandruff uh, no. flakes. Sorry. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's time for us to take our short final break. I'm coming we'll back be, alone. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're going to talk to you about 
warm versus cold climates where you should live. Um, Maybe only how to have sexy arms. I don't really know. Yeah, you need some work on your arms. <laughs> at least mine are defined. Well, at least I lift more than the TV remote. We'll be right back after this. Hi everybody, my name is Tony Moran and you're listening to Paul and Maddie in the Morning, my favorites. Hey, this is Doug. And this is Derek and we're the Perry Twins. And you're listening to the Paul and Maddie show and we're all about to make out, so please excuse us. <laughs> What's up, this girl, a little more AK to God, Mother P.S. I'm loving me and I'm really loving the Paul and Maddie show. Well, the Paul and Maddie show, you know why? What's up, everybody? This is Josh Strickland, and I want you to report to the Paul and Maddie show because they are awesome, and you better not miss out on what they got to say. Honks and honchos, screens and quiz, come on the big cruise, come on the big cruise. Two thousand men to keep you amused, come on the big cruise. Hey everybody, this is Shangela Laquifa Wadley from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 2 and 3, and you are listening to what? The Paul and Maddie Show. Hallelujah. everyone you're back with the, the paul and maddie show i'm your host maddie mouse i was like i can't hear myself talk my earbud wasn't in okay well that would be why because you have a voice that could bend stool. i know and it wasn't in my ear so i was like what is going on here honey so talk to me is it is it better to live in the warm or the cold well let me ask you because this. it's getting nippy out and i'm not a fan of it if you could live anywhere in the country where would you live anywhere in the country anywhere in the country you know that's a tough one. I think I I wouldn't mind living in uh in Georgia mm-hmm. or Florida. Although I think Florida would be a bit of a culture shock if I lived there. I'd been there to visit, mm-hmm. and it was I fell in love with it. Uh, if not, I think Texas. Hmm. I have a lot of family in Texas, and I've always can we bring on the studio lights? Because uh, we keep it like freaking. That's you. I like lighting. What? I come out during the daylight. You look like more Tisha Adams. No one would know. You look like a bat. So is it better or is it worse to live in cold weather? Well, very hot weather can just make you extremely uncomfortable and give you heat stroke. And very cold weather can kill you with a matter within a few hours. Hypothermia. Right. So if you live near the equator, you're used to it being hot. So you probably can't adjust that well to it being really cold. And you live in polar regions, it's really cold cold and you want to adjust to it being really hot but then a lot of people say oh well it's better for your bones and arthritis and stuff for you to live in warmer climates do they really yeah it is easier if you have arthritis to live in warmer climates but there is no scientific proof that it is better to live in one place or the other it is up to you 
because everyone's different. Yeah, I want to live in a warm climate. I want to. I mean, I can because I'm from Maine and we have the winters from hell. Well, not really from hell because then it'd be warm. But um, I nice. nice little reference. Yeah, thank you. I could not imagine having a Christmas without snow. But I. Wh- why is that eye roll worthy? Oh, you caught that. I'm looking right at you. Oh, sorry. I forget that you pay attention from time to time. I don't know. It's just, you know, like, I, the thing I like about winter, I like snowmobiling, and I wouldn't mind uh, trying to snowboard, but. I would love to see that. I know. Big girl on a snowboard. Yeah, that's nice. So, but I know. I don't like to drive in it, and I don't like that it's really, really cold. I just pulled my hair. And if you, you have other hairs up there, don't worry, just a few though. But what I was going to say is that, you know, do you remember last year when I moved? Yes. It was freezing. Like, it was probably zero out. You remember that? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it was really, really interesting. But I, I'm not a fan of the cold. I mean, I would like to be... What is a person that travels different seasons? They call it some kind of bird. Is it a snowbird? I think it's a snowbird. When yeah. you like, uh, and hide. No, it's not when you mock a bird, you no. pigeon. But you made that. What is that falcon sound? I didn't know. Do that. it. No. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you sound like the asthmatic pelican. <laughs> it's. <laughs> yeah. Well, you actually sound like a dinosaur, I must say. <laughs> oh, I had that coming, I guess. Um, but yeah, but generally the people that leave are the elderly. Yeah, but I mean the people that have their houses in like the South, like in Atlanta or Florida or California, uh, and then you have the people who live, you know, and then they come back in the in New England for the summer. Well, cause New because New England really does have nice summers. Oh, it's really nice, and I mean, you know, we're right right on the beach, and it's it's great. So this goes in, this will lead into your sexy arm talk, but. A lot of people believe that you should work out outside when it's hot out because you sweat more. So people think, oh, if I sweat, I lose my weight. That is completely untrue. Although if you step on a scale right after working out in the hot sun, it will look as though you've lost weight. But really, you've lost a lot of water weight. So as soon as you rehydrate your body, you gain all that back. Oh, you're kidding. No. So it is actually better for you to work out in an air-conditioned gym than it is to work out in the hot sun. And if you work out in the hot sun, you are more apt to have a heat stroke. I had no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So how do I get sexy, defined, superlicious, yummy arms? Wow. Well, <laughs> okay. Didn't you like the way you described that? Superlicious and yummy. So, ah! so anyway, you know how like you have yeah, the Yeah, I screamed of, Big Butch Top there, didn't I? I know, you sure did. So you want to get your biceps and the back muscles that in your arms like really defined and ripped mm-hmm. as they call it um you want to go from scrawny to brawny are you kidding girl the brawny man has great arms i know so anyway so what you have to do so everyone out there if you want to get up and try this don't feel goofy so everyone get up so get up and I'm normally up. you I'm need like a dumbbell in your hand Hold so on, let me grab my mic okay so i'm up in the studio you're not near your microphone, so you have to get up. All right, I'm up, and I'm in the studio holding my microphone. That's great. Okay, what am I doing? So you're going to want to bend, bend over. Really? Really. <laughs> like, okay, I'm bent over. 
So yeah, you want to bend over. Okay. And then... This is very okay, awkward. Okay, so <laughs> say you're holding a dumbbell. Hold on, let me pick up the So dogs. you can hold your... Okay, don't hold your microphone because you're going to have to move it. Okay. And those make a lot of noise. So it says hold the dumbbell in your right hand or your left hand. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a dumbbell, all right. So... I'm okay. holding the dog just so everyone knows. So in your right hand, you're holding up with the... With your feet in front of you. Okay. And you're, um, you know, you're, are you stable? I'm stable. Hurry. The dumbbell is heavy. <laughs> are you contracting your abdomen muscles? What does that mean? How do you contract them? Oh, my God. Suck it in, Mary. Okay, I'm contracting. So bend your right elbow and pull the weight upward towards your rib cage. So it's down. Oh. And you <laughs> yeah. This is extreme. Your dumbbell isn't supposed to eat and sleep, too, by the way. <laughs> well, well, anyway. Oh, yeah. so Our dumbbell is the duck. But you can really feel that, like, right in your, like, core of your abs Well, yeah, here. you're slightly bent over, and your arm is down, and then you're pulling it back behind Does you Does it say how much cage. weight, though, you should be using to do that? Well, it varies on person to person. I need like, to you use, like, probably, two pounds. Yeah, you usually use a two pound, where I would probably use, like, a ten Three. pound. You are not funny. So it's really, really cool. And I mean, lifting weights is good. And, you know, don't overdo it because, you know, if you're not used to working out, you can really, you know, pull a muscle. We're used to pulling the hustle muscles because we dance a lot. I was wondering where you were going to go with that one. But um, that's actually quite difficult to do. Yeah. So it's really, and it's cool. So you're standing up and you're slightly bent over and you're, you know, with your... Wait, and it really does. You can feel it pull in the back of your arms. Well, the what I was... I have a little dog. His name is Max, and you've probably heard him on the show. But um, he's like 17 pounds. He's a little minpin. So, I mean, you can really feel the pull because he's heavy, but then he does grab onto you so that um, when you lift up, he thinks that you're going to put him down. Yes. And now he was not harmed during this exercise. Okay. He was not, but that really works. Yeah. So I don't have any free weight, though. I love this song. The song that's playing is Fight for This Love, and it reminds me of the fight for gay rights that we all have to do to fight to be with one another. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can see that. It's 7 o'clock. Oh, it's time to go, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Ugh. Stay with us. Remember to take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>